Who knew that a kid working in the local barbecue restaurant would find a home in the celebrity culinary scene and become one of the most efficient and knowledgeable personal chefs in the world? Chef Jerome Brown's clientele includes athletes like Shaquille O'Neal, Nancy Kerrigan, Mike Bibby, Hollywood's elites such as Priscilla Presley, famous politicians, Grammy-winning singers, you name it, basically, he has cooked for them. After high school, Jerome joined the army to serve his country in battle and his fellow soldiers in the kitchen. After dedicating nearly seven years to serving his country, Jerome decided to take his chances with a single culinary opening at Orlando's Walt Disney World Resort. Jerome's odds were 400 to 1, but that didn't stop him. It's that type of attitude that not only allowed him to beat the odds and the other 399 applicants, but also allowed him to maintain a long, profitable career as a celebrity chef. And we're going over to America now to speak to Jerome. Hello, Miranda. How are you? I'm very well. It's really good to speak to you. Thank you so much for sparing the time. I'm sure you're very busy. That's okay. That's okay. I make some time for my good friends in the UK. What amazing thing is I never set out to become a chef. That was not my personal goal. That wasn't on my radar, as we say, of anything I wanted to do. I just always loved to cook. Always had a passion to cook food. And it, and initially, it's like any other kid. You know, I, I was coming home and was hungry and wanted to make a snack. Mm-hmm. Well, I enjoyed the process of creating a snack, seeing where it started out and where it ended up. And lo and behold, what it brought out of me was the passion, the passion for being in the kitchen and around food and yeah. being creative with that food. So that's really how it was. I went into the U.S. Army as, and my job was that of a cook. I was going to ask you about that. Was that just a coincidence that you ended up working in the kitchens then? Yeah, well, I took that job because I, I selected that job because I said, well, I can cook. You know, I'm good at that. So and this will be easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be an easy job <laughs> and it was any, anything other than easy. So, <laughs> I, can so I, I learned very quickly. <laughs> You're known as Chef Jerome Brown, personal chef to the stars. So the journey really was I knew of a young man who was a personal chef for the Orlando Magic's basketball team. And and so for me, I, I said to myself, man, if I could just get to Orlando and really find one of these guys, I didn't know how I was going to make that happen. But I just said, you know, I want to be a personal chef. And so I ended up moving to Orlando, Florida. And once I got there, I was working for Walt Disney World Company. And because of being in a management position, I continued to meet celebrities, continued to meet athletes, entertainers. And, you know, stumbled upon a young lady who was the president of Isaac Austin Fan Club. So Isaac Austin was a uh, star center for the Orlando Magic and the Miami Heat at the time. And I met his uh, assistant. And I said to her, I said, listen, here's my card. If Ike ever needs a chef, please give me a call. I'd I'd love to come and interview for the job. And she was so snooty. And (laughs) I said to myself, as she walked away, I said, I'm never going to hear from her ever. And, And two weeks later, two weeks later, she called. Two weeks later, she called me and she said, Ike just fired his chef. If you want to interview for the job, you need to come today. Well, I was working at another job and I I was like, oh my God, I I can't miss this opportunity or this window. I went and spoke to my boss and he said, go. You know, so I went in, I met the entire family and then I see the shadow of this man before I actually saw him. 
And and I'm like, well, I'm like this dude is a giant, right? Because uh-huh. I, I I knew the name, but I had never met him. I had never even seen him in person. And so I didn't know quite what to expect, but I knew it was getting ready to be something, you know. And so when he comes into the room, he said, come here, let me talk to you. So he has this really tall guy, six foot ten. And I'm like, wow. So the moment was kind of intimidating. But he said, listen, he said, I'm going to try you out for two weeks. And he said, you know, I'll tell you what we don't like one time and then we'll see what you create. We won't tell you what to cook. You create it. After my very first meal, he looked at his wife He looked at his personal assistant and he said, he says, yeah, we don't need to wait two weeks. He says, my previous chef could have never made this. And so he said, you're hired. And immediately, yeah, he said, you're hired. It didn't even take two weeks. It was the first meal. And so so from there, that turned into myself hiring chefs for other people because he sat me down one day and he gave me a good piece of advice. He said to me, he said, listen, the fact that you're my personal chef, that's cool. That's that's great. But I want you to think beyond this he says when i finish playing basketball when i retire from pro basketball nobody's going to be in my face he said use this time now to meet people keep your nose clean to develop multiple income streams so that you will financially able to make sure that you can feed your family and stand on your own two mm-hmm. feet i took that advice that turned into 23 years of working for different nba players nfl players other celebrities once the media got the attention because he had a weight problem i became the go-to chef for celebrities to lose weight or to gain weight depending on what they were doing yeah. so if it was an actress or they're getting ready for a movie and they needed to get to a certain space i was the go-to guy if it was an athlete working out during the off season who had to maintain a certain weight or certain body fat I was the go-to guy. And that turned into an amazing career for me. And then from there, the Food Network reached out to me on Facebook. The Food Network reached out to me on Facebook and said, we've been following your career for a long time. It was one of the casting companies. And they said, wait, there's this show. We want you to try out for this show. And I'm thinking to myself, I was like, wow, I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm a great, I'm a good chef, you know. I want to go, I'm a good chef, but this is something different. But it's an opportunity. And and that changed my life forever, the movement I went on, the Food Network's Extreme Chef. It's been quite a journey. It's really interesting because just before I was in, spoke to you, I was interviewing a cricketer, Tino Best. And he was, you were almost saying the same thing word for word. You know, he knew that he would get to a point you know where his career would be over he'd be 36 and he gave himself that same advice that you were given you know and he really focused mm. on what he was going to do in that next stage in his life so yeah. really interesting to hear because you know in black we celebrate black history month all year round on ujima radio we're a black radio station we're one of the only talk radio mm-hmm. stations in the uk that that is like this and you know so it's really great to speak to people who are successful yeah successful entrepreneurs and businessmen to inspire our community to inspire our listeners so you know if there is there anything that you would like to say like one piece of advice that you've something you've learned or something you'd like to share that's helped you be successful yes absolutely oftentimes i find myself speaking to young chefs and entrepreneurs as a whole and i say to them listen remain teachable no matter how successful you are remain teachable always continue to study your craft because in doing so you'll not only learn what others have done before you well, you will begin to create and more will come out of you yeah. than you ever knew were inside of you. Is there a chef that you admire the most? And if so, why? And who? Well, you know, 
is is so many actually there's really? not just one yeah because everyone brings something different to the table well that's very um, true yes yes good point well you know even from the even from your own home hero uh, jamie oliver yeah um the naked chef i like i like <laughs> jamie i followed his career because he continued to evolve right he went from being this charismatic fun guy next door to one of the most successful entrepreneurs. I mean, here in the U.S., uh, many successful chefs, male and female. You know, I look at uh, Chef Tiffany Derry, who was one of the most successful chefs on Top Chef, uh, the hit TV show. I admire her because uh, not only was she, at the time at least, the, the largest money winner in, in, in that show's history, but the same thing. She has taken her opportunities and turned it into an empire and i think yeah. uh, because a lot of young kids a lot of young kids doesn't have a clue that you don't have to be an athlete or entertainer to be widely successful yeah. to be financially stable to be um you know all the all the amazing things that we strive for on television they don't realize it and so any chef from Emeril Lagazi to, you know, excellent cooks like Rachel Ray, who, again, those are, these are the people that I look to because they have taken their opportunities and turned it into what the world knows as success today. Yeah. And they're giving back as a result of it. A yeah. lot of giving back. Yeah. So I can't hear. beat that. I hear you. I hear you. What is the most sure. essential item in your kitchen? What could you not manage without? <laughs> My knives. Yeah, of course. Of course. My knives. I have to have it. That's it. You okay. know, I, I can I can do what I need to do with that. What about if you were stranded on a desert island and you could only have five foods, what would you take? If I could only have five foods and stranded on the desert island, what would I take? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I would say a coconut would be one, um, just because of the the health benefits of that. Uh, um, avocado. Yeah. That 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 was that's an excellent fruit that you know I can use for so many different things, just like uh, a coconut. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know. Let me see. Oh, that's a tough one. I've never been asked that question. Fresh rosemary, fresh thyme, condiments. I will, you know, if I could have a good bottle of wine, I try to figure out how to make that bottle of wine last. So I guess grapes would be another, right? Because that could create so many different things from that. What are your favorite wines? Well, what about naming three of your favorite wines? They're, first of all, I love Mar I love Merlots, mm. right? And, yeah. um, and lately I've been spending time in Napa Valley. In fact, I'm headed back there to the wine country in the U.S. to do some, some VIP cooking in the coming weeks. I had the amazing opportunity this past August to go out there for the first time and everything the entire valley is is built around wine and i've had more wine than i could ever imagine while i was there i just felt like everything was so good i love the robert mcgavi brand of wines i love I don't, oh my god darjean wines that's one of my favorites. In fact, she puts out some of the greatest wines I've ever had. You know, mm. she really does. Darjeeling. I don't know. I love a great Merlot. If I'm going to do a white wine, I don't want it too dry. 
right? I don't want it too dry, just something kind of mid. I love excellent blends. When you're designing a complete meal, what factors do you take into account? You know, how do you achieve that perfect harmony and balance? So there's certain things that I'm, I'm always taking into consideration when I'm creating a, a meal plan. The time of year, right? Oh, okay. the see Whatever season is in, that will dictate the type of vegetables yep. or fruit that I'm going to utilize for that you know if it's if it's cold i'm gonna get something to stick to the bones right and looking for soups and stews and uh, you know beans and legumes kind of uh wonderful things it really depends on the time of year i'm always looking for color i love color and and i love rich hearty meals i do i love rich heart and hearty meals you know that are memorable i like to pair fruit and and savory together as often as I can. Yeah, I, I love that. And I find that people are, you know, receptive to that. For those yeah. who don't mind warm fruit, you know, in some cases, mm. warm or cold, but especially warm fruit. You know, I, I love to do different purees or take fruit and turn them into vinaigrettes and such. Oh, nice. You know, uh, that's what I, you know, take in consideration when I'm putting together a meal. If you weren't a celebrity chef or in the food business, what would you be? An attorney. I would probably be a prosecuting attorney. What makes you say that? <laughs> Just to clean up the bad guys off the street. You know, uh... I think this world has gotten to be so crazy. Yeah. And the things that people are doing now for the re- most ridiculous reasons... I just, I deplore it. Is it really bad over in the States crime-wise at the moment? Well, I think it's like anywhere else. We have our good places as well as our bad. But, you know, when you start looking at, like, mass shootings, killing kids in schools and things like that, even down to the little bullies. You know, I hate a bully. Oh, me too. You know, yeah, I hate a bully. So, and just some of the stuff that, you know, our elderly go through in in certain places. Like crimes against the elderly, It always blows my mind. I know, right? I'm always blown away by that. I mean, I don't know about what you think, but at the moment we've got... We've got a bit of a buffoon for our prime minister and you've got Donald Trump. And it just feels like what is if you'd said to me three years ago that these guys would be, you know, two of the most powerful men in the world. I wouldn't have believed it. How are things over there in America at the moment? Here in America, we either love him or we hate him, you know, and I'll refrain from telling you which side of that I'm on. Who's the most exciting celebrity you've worked for? They all bring something different to the table. Excitement and never boring. I, if I could only choose one, I'd say Shaquille O'Neal. <gasps> um, yes. Yeah, I, I'd say that because, you know, with him, there's there's no... He, he's such a kid. He's a, such a kid at heart. Yeah, he's such a kid at heart. And the thing about it, you can never tell when he's serious or if he's kidding around. You just, you don't know until you really know him. Uh-huh. And, and, and that's something if you're around him every day, you have to learn really quick. So I, I'd have to, I have to go with Shaq big fella that's so nice that's so lovely is there <laughs> so that's who you've enjoyed working for is there somebody that you would love to still cook for that you haven't and it could be anybody dead or alive that i haven't cooked for yeah that you would still really like to if there's anybody in the world that you could cook for dead or alive anybody that i haven't cooked for i think you know what oprah wow yeah, I like that. Oprah, I like to get my cookbook in her hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and, you know, I was talking about we work a lot with young people here on the station. We're a lot about providing a voice for the voiceless and working with disadvantaged kids and stuff like that. And I'd love to know if you've got any advice, you know, for somebody who's perhaps trying to break into the industry, in particularly the food industry, or, or wanting to become a chef. What advice would you give? I would say to that person or those people, network, network and network you know go around the type of people that you want to meet and cook for and stick to what you do best you know while you're while you're learning other things to expand who you are which should be a constant and never never stop with that but stick to what you know and do it exceptionally well and if you can do that you will create your own lane and opportunities for success couldn't agree more network network networking it's all about who you know absolutely and being in the right place at the right time all of those cliches i've found it's when preparation when yeah. preparation meets opportunity there you, you know go. if you stay ready you don't have to get ready 